This is Brojo Online. Masculinity, confidence, and integrity with Dan Monroe. Stop taking responsibility for other people's emotions. I see this all the time now. For some reason, many of us are raised to believe that we have complete power over other people's emotions. So much so that we feel we must take responsibility for how other people feel and how they react to us. In today's age of outrage, we are constantly facing demands to consider other people's feelings before we speak our minds. Does this ring a bell? Do you feel obliged to make sure everyone around you constantly experiences good emotional states? There are three main aspects to this toxic belief system. First, we think we can directly control other people's emotions. Second, we think some emotions are better than others and bad emotions should be avoided. And third, we think taking care of our own needs is inconsiderate and selfish if it upsets other people. This shit used to rule my life. I actually used to believe that my primary purpose in life was to make other people feel good. I see others like this everywhere these days, constantly trying to help other people and moderating themselves in the company of others so as to not offend or upset people. Let's take a deeper look at these factors. So the bullshit belief number one, we control other people's emotions. Think for a minute, where do emotions come from? What is the biological process of experiencing emotion? You don't need a psychiatrist to understand this concept. It happens inside you every second of every day. There is still debate about whether thoughts lead to emotions or the other way around, or if in fact they are simply the same thing being experienced in different formats. For the sake of this podcast, it's it's not important. What we can mostly agree on is that the thought and emotions are inextricably linked together. Thoughts enter our conscious awareness to represent the brain's processes. Our beliefs, biases, and perceptions are represented in our consciousness as coherent and often incoherent thoughts. They take the form of sounds, text, images, and intangible understandings that we struggle to explain. We also know that emotions create physical reactions. Anxiety makes us feel queasy, happiness makes us lightheaded, anger increases our temperature, depression slows us down. There is one common factor to all these processes and experiences. They all take place inside you. This entire process is all contained within your skin. Your beliefs, thoughts, emotions, and sensations are all inside you. So who do you think is responsible for them? Whose job is it to manage what takes place inside your body? Let's look at what would be required for you to actually have control over someone else's emotions. You would have to open up the back of their skull and get into their brain with probes or chemicals. Apart from that, you really cannot have direct access to their emotional processes. Which means you do not control it. You physically can't control someone else's emotions. Now your next argument might quite naturally be, but what about triggering their emotions? Or what about manipulation? If you say or do something that is followed by a change in a mood in the other person, are you not at least partially responsible for their reaction? No, you're not. You are responsible for your behavior, because that is under your control. But you cannot claim responsibility for their reaction, because only they control it. Now listen carefully. 
the trigger for their reaction was there before you arrived. If saying or doing something created an emotional reaction within them, you have simply set off something that already existed. It's like flicking a match. There needs to be already be a pile of dry wood for a fire to start, otherwise the match has no combustion power. You can't offend or upset someone unless they are already prepared to get upset. Now this does not mean you have the right to just go around being mean to everyone just because it's their job to manage it. If you want to be authentic, you will need to continue living by your values. If being caring is one of your values, then trying to make people feel bad will go against that. Your behavior is still your responsibility. But everyone's emotions are ultimately their responsibility, because no one else has the power to control them completely. They build their own piles, piles of firewood. Bullshit belief number two. Some emotions are bad. Check out this list of emotions, and after you hear each one, decide whether it's good or bad. Happy. Anxious. Sad. Angry. Curious. Horny. Disgusted. Confused. Afraid. Calm. Depressed. Now I want you to take a second to think about these questions. How many of these emotions are experienced by all humans? Excluding psychopaths and those with serious personality disorders. How many of the bad emotions, by your reckoning, have you experienced in your life? And if bad emotions are natural to all humans, and you regularly experience them, then why do we think of them as bad? You've been raised to believe that some normal human emotions are acceptable, while other normal human emotions are not. Stop and think for a second. Who decided which emotions are okay and which are not? Was that person right? Who gave them the authority to decide? We have been led to believe that we should be ashamed of some basic human emotions. This is the logical equivalent of saying that arms are good while legs are bad. It makes no sense, yet we have this ingrained and subjective understanding about some unpleasant feeling emotions are bad and therefore they are wrong. This drives us to try and fix people we see suffering from what we think of as bad emotions. How many of these situations make you want to intervene and change people's emotions? Someone crying without reason. Two people arguing bitterly. A friend being unusually quiet. A work colleague looking humiliated. At what point did you decide that you have to stop these things from happening? Who anointed you the master of all emotion, the emotion police, and set you the task of keeping everyone calm and happy? Ask yourself why you think it's bad to allow other people to feel emotions that are completely normal, like being sad, angry, or afraid. Why do you get to decide which emotions are okay for others to experience and which are not? Would you consider this to be arrogance if someone else was trying to decide for you? If your girlfriend is crying, try just putting an arm around her and letting her cry. If two of your brothers are arguing, try just letting, it resol letting them resolve it themselves. And if your husband is depressed, try asking for permission to help before you intervene. Imagine a world where it's okay to feel whatever the fuck it is you're feeling, because to do so is to embrace the rich and meaningful human existence we call life. Stop trying to fix people, and stop trying to make them feel ashamed of their emotions. Bullshit belief number three. It's selfish to take care of your needs. 
I want to focus on a specific aspect of this. We believe it's selfish to knowingly upset someone else while pursuing our own needs. This belief causes people to set aside their values, goals and dreams in the fear that they will rock the boat and cause offence. This is complete bullshit. It's a lie we tell ourselves to avoid facing the shame that drives this belief. That shame is our fear of abandonment. Staff won't speak their mind at a team meeting because they don't want to lose their job. Guys won't tell a girl off for behaving badly because they are trying to sleep with her. Girls will forgive cheating to avoid breaking up. All of these are examples of someone sacrificing their values to gain approval from someone else. We have been led to believe that if our desires might hurt someone else, we should put those desires aside. This might make sense if you are a murderer or a rapist or a terrorist, but I am guessing you are not. Somewhere along the line you have given yourself the task of keeping everyone else happy at your own expense. You tell yourself you are a good person for doing this, yet it always feels shitty when you sacrifice your values. The warning signs have always been there. In reality you are just avoiding the feeling of fear. That does not make you a good person, it simply indicates that you do not embrace courage as a value. To put it bluntly, you are being a fucking coward. If someone reacts badly to you living by your values, is that their problem or yours? If someone reacts badly to you doing what's right for you, are they someone worth keeping in your life? And if you keep sacrificing your needs because you feel ashamed of them, what kind of life will you create for yourself in the long run? I can't answer those questions for you, only you can do that. Let me end with one final question to wrap it all up. Considering your goals and values, is it helpful for you to take responsibility for how other people feel? I'll see you guys next time. 